What's good? I am Colon. I am Nate. This is Comic Newbies. Newbies. Episode six. Six. We're gonna talk about some some crazy stuff today. We uh we always talk about crazy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we always do. I guess. Um, this week we got a good a good segment. We are gonna be talking about the wives and husbands of comic book heroes, as well as horror comics we also have with us uh, the worst comic book hero ever Um, and a little bit of uh, what we think is the hero philosophy but first Nate how was your week pretty good Uh, again went to TC Rocket and picked up some comics Okay. For my pull list. So I got the new Venom. I got the Namor tie-in and Crossover, which I still have to read. But you, you, oh, you haven't read Namor yet? Not yet. It's pretty good. Yeah, I know. You bought it. <laughs> I finished it this yeah. week. Uh, I picked up uh, Batman Black and White number one. How's that? It's cool. Yeah. A lot of uh, short stories by really good writers, um, some of which are pretty intense. Is it different than the regular Batman? Well, it's completely different. It does. There's no real main story. It's mm-hmm. a new. Well, obviously, it's a new take. I believe it. It it just. It talks. I mean, there's a bunch of stories in it, like yeah. short, stories. short stories. I'll definitely let you borrow it if you're down. That um, sounds interesting. There is a one story about a clansman of. Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul? Raj, Raj, I think it's Rach. Was it Raj? Raj, Raj, whatever. Raj, Raj. Anyways, Tamara's mom. Same thing. Uh, he, he just talks about being an appendage of Rach. And he just wants to punch Batman. I mean, that's the. That's the mo of it, but it's it's very poetic. Yeah, uh, get, you know, if you guys have a chance to pick that up, pick it up. Uh, I picked, yeah, I also finished um, number six of Strange Academy and a very old comic book called Just a Pilgrim. I finished pretty much all of it. Nice. It, it was. It's a fun one. It's a fun comic book. Yeah. Just a Pilgrim. It's Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis book. You love Garth Ennis, <laughs> only because it's very dark. Yeah, and I saw the and I read the end, and it's really dark. <laughs> oh wow! Um, okay, anything else you did? You're good. Yeah, just pretty much relaxed and preparing for Christmas. Holy crap! It's already Christmas. Yeah, next week, dude. The end of 2020. Uh, Aren't we all waiting for that? Yes. Okay. Well, let's get started. We are in our first segment here: the wives and husbands of comic book heroes. Nate, are they real heroes as well? I am leaning towards no. Well, they don't do the grunt of the work. Right. I mean, their support. They support their husband or wife that uh, they're, they're superhero. They support them, but they don't really... I mean, as far as stories that I remember, they're mostly just kind of like doing their thing they're not really like let me go out with you and fight the bad guys or let me 
let me protect you. I mean, I guess it depends on what story you're, you're seeing or the, the storyline. Maybe there are stories out there where the wife and or husband actually helps out, even though they don't lack they lack uh, superpowers. But I'm going to lean towards no. I don't consider them super, like what is it called heroes. Mary Jane Watson. Right. I mean, we haven't read enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, she finally gets her own comic book. Right. But uh, I, I would have to read more. Mm-hmm. I'd say yes. Out of all the husbands and not, wives? Not yeah. all of the husbands and wives of, of superheroes. I mean, you, you have... Who do you have? Uh-huh. You have Lois Lane. <clears throat> she's a reporter. Right. You know, you have uh, Mary Jane Watson. Okay, well, I, I feel like... I can't think of a dude. It's very rare, I think... It's very rare to find a husband and wife of these superheroes. They're usually married within. They're married like another superhero, or they're not married, or they're not in a relationship. I I do agree that Mary Jane and Lois Lane are, they are like different because they actually have storylines. But most of the time, when you read about the husband or wife, they're not really. They don't really do anything. Catwoman, huh? Catwoman. Okay. She's technically. She's a villain, though. She became an anti-hero, uh-huh. but she was led towards more of. So I would. Of she's a, not a hero. Though. Of a villain, you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But she end, end up becoming homeboy's wife. Who? Uh, Batman. Uh huh. Right? Am I right? I'm wrong. I don't I, know. I, I, I have <laughs> read enough Batman. You you're more well versed in Batman than I am. Yeah, but not like yeah. that, you know, because you have. Old series, you know, series one, series uh, two, detective comics. Hmm. I mean, I I think I have to read more comics just to see. And there's a rebirth, so uh-huh. who knows? Yeah. But I think Lois Lane is more of a hero. She doesn't right. like the. I mean, like I said, they they're too different. If you compare them to other wives, or I don't know, I've heard of a husband. Heroes, they don't really do like maybe they'll get captured by the villain, like like the old old comics where like they they the uh, villain will challenge the family and and will will uh, kidnap the wife and then the the he superhero has to save the wife. I mean, maybe that's how you consider them, um, but I I wouldn't intrinsically say they're heroes per se. So. Just, just in a general thought, I, I personally don't think they're heroes. But like you said, those different, smaller, um, like sprinkles, like Mary Jane and Catwoman and who's the Lois Lane, like their their backstory is different because they definitely support their hero. Yeah, and they're so. I mean, and we're only talking like streamlined comic books, you know. Right. So I mean. Maybe this is a question we have to go back to and just see, because I want to really know who's a husband uh, to a superhero. I don't. Yeah. I really don't know. I don't remember. I don't recall. Now we now we gotta really. Yeah, we have to look into that because I don't know. To okay. be honest, uh, do you know a husband superhero? I don't. Superhero? I do not. That's what I'm thinking right now. Uh-huh. I'm looking down, and I mean, I'm listening to you. Yeah, but uh, I mean, majority of the heroes are married but then they're married to humans wives I never heard of a like a husband supporting a their superhero wife at least I don't remember 
Okay. Onward. Onward. Do yes. they always support their hero? I mean, they're there for a reason, right? I mean, I feel like the only the only time they wouldn't support them is if they're too busy. Like, let's say they're always out and then they're angry. Like, you're never home. Like, that's just a the main uh, thing, right? I mean, obviously they have to save the world, but they also have to consider their loved ones. And so maybe at times they they are, they don't always support them. Because I, I understand. I understand completely. I'm still just trying to really dig in my mind right now mm-hmm. uh, and and see if there was a husband <laughs> I don't know man I, you, you got me on this one if you guys know a husband you guys can email us at comicnewbies619 at gmail.com because <laughs> I honestly don't know <laughs> I snorted nice <clears throat> okay fine fine I mean the only person that I would try to contradict she would try to contradict or has contradict mm-hmm. uh, would be Batman's wife Catwoman mm. because you know she was already on the other side of loot I don't give a shit let's just kill this person and right. steal his shit <coughs> but Batman always has that code it's like okay well we're gonna beat the shit out of him maybe break an arm or two uh-huh. but I'm not gonna kill him how long were they married do you know I have no clue oh. but that's the only person that would you know contradict mm. Batman Okay. All right. One crazy one. Crazy one. Yeah. All right. Next. Next part of the segment is comics and horror. <laughs> this is a chiller thriller. First question. First question is: yes. Is the suspense the same as horror movies? I would say that, but you know how you know the the whole action part of an action comic, which it would be most comic books mm-hmm. I'm going to say what 75-80% of comic books are action right whatever other percentage would be romance comedy you know Archie right all that craziness mm-hmm. um, for me I would okay so the ability of the writer has an influx with the audience mm-hmm. you know the details provided of history um, events that happen, um, almost like a writer describing a fight in a book. Right. Each person that they fight, of course, you're gonna have details, but then also have a plot along with the fight. I don't know. It's just so. Hold on, you're getting you're losing me, bro. I thought we were talking about. Movies and comparing comic books with no, horror. I'm not. I'm not comparing the movie uh, with the with the with the horror. I mean, sure, you have the the graphic part of this comic book, uh-huh. right? So, is the suspense the same when you are watching a movie? Right. That's what. Okay, I, that's and then also the same with like if you see an action part of a movie, and then you read a book about the action part of that part am I not this is a like a a super question bro okay okay let's just go back let's go back let's go back we're gonna we're gonna trail back and say okay comic and horror right is the suspense the same yes and I would say that because you're it's also subjective to the reader and the viewer so depending on 
if they're more, um, I guess, brave enough to read on their own, and then they open the, you can turn the page and kind of cheat. Whereas movies, you don't know when it's coming, or you can tell when it's coming when the music is about to hit, or press the next chapter, or you can you can just turn <laughs> off the TV, right? For me, next obviously, chapter. like with comic, uh, with su- suspense or horror movies, I I I'm a really like little girl like I can't watch it close my eyes but there's still that that thought conjuring of of like okay this is really scary um so I would feel like the suspense in comic books um is not as dialed in as movies because in the movies you have the audio you have the visual Mm. but then again in comics the horror comics you have your imagination Mm -hmm. so that can kind of run wild I mean so there's, I think like, there's the, drawings right but so, then you're uh-huh. you're also viewing it in your correct head. like it's easier to to flip the comic book and read and like not get as scared but then when you're in the movie theater or watching by yourself you're like oh hey I'm turning this off alright so I'm gonna um, bring it a little, pa- a little past comic books and then yeah. I'm gonna go okay Stephen King oh yeah right yeah uh, it sure it uh-huh. but I was thinking about the other one which one with fucking Man, I can't remember that for the life of uh, me. Thinner? <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Thinner. <laughs> Which other Stephen King movie? Or oh my gosh. Are you having a brain fart right I'm now? I'm having a complete brain fart. Okay, we'll go with uh, it. Um, the part where the clown is inside the sewer and is talking to Homeboy. Mm-hmm. The one, the brother that dies. Right. Right. And then you're Georgie. reading, and then, yeah, and yeah. then you're reading it the same way in the book. Of course, yeah, you'd see the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Or no, you wouldn't see the same thing. No, I. Well, here, here's the thing. Now that's not a comic book. <laughs> that's, that's a book. That's a book, right? Right. So, okay, so, so that's the same so description. I'm trying to say is that the book. No, if you, yeah. One second. Like a writer describing a uh-huh. fight. Yeah. In a book, and uh-huh. then you see the fight inside in a movie. Right. It's not the same, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Because you have more imagination uh-huh. as a reader. Yes, but but here's the thing: like that's I said, all I wanted to yeah. bring out. Uh-huh. That's all I wanted to bring out, and that's that's the same uh-huh. discussion as a comic, a horror comic, and then in the movie. All right. I guess. I mean, I honestly, I. But I, then you're yeah. also saying that that's. Like you said, it's different. Yeah, it, in a sense, it is. But then it's also, uh, what did you say? Uh huh. Subse- subsequent on subjective the, to the per, to the to the person who is watching or reading. reading. Yes. So it depends on whoever is is uh, is uh, partaking in the read or watching the movie. Um, Agree to disagree. Then, I mean, if you're saying books then yeah of course the books is more suspenseful because there's it's more raw it's more uncut whereas the movie there's there's a limitation okay but if we're talking comic books I definitely think I probably have to read more scary comic books maybe that's why I don't know how suspenseful it can get speaking about comic books what's the scariest one you've ever read so far um Miss Marvel <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, like you never even read his book. No, I haven't. I heard it's okay. scary. Um, <laughs> I honestly like like past episodes. I'm not that big. In, I'm not a horror movie buff or comic movie comic buff. Um, 
I mean, there's there's a definitely the one that you gave me, Sea of Sorrows, and Something's Killing the Children, and Ice Cream Man. Out of those three, um, the scariest I think to me was Ice Cream Man. Dude, give me a description. Um, a guy falling down. A skyscraper. A skyscraper, and he doesn't know what the hell is going on, and everybody's dying, and people are killing each other for no reason, uh-huh. and everybody's going crazy. Right. And this guy is like having a. He's having a mental breakdown. Yeah. He's falling, and he's talking about all of his like issues, and like every every floor he goes down, you see all this like craziness where people are just killing each other. <laughs> I just like what the how heck? demented is that? No, pretty. I mean, it's pretty messed up. Well, I mean, describing okay, uh-huh. describing the different not the difference, but like okay, something's killing the children. Of course, you yeah. Obviously, you only read one issue. It's more like a strange. That's more like Stranger Things. So something's oh, killing something's children. oh wow, yeah. okay. Because okay. there's like a Dunmorgan type of thing that uh, they need to go and search out for. Okay, so you, would you want to read more of? Ice Cream Man, or would you want to read well, that more? Ice Cream Man is scary, so I don't know if I want to. That was just one, one, one book, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would want to read something that's killing the children, is because it's an interesting read. Uh, um, it's a lot more interesting. It's a lot more in your tone. Yeah, I mean, it's it's down down where I don't. It doesn't mess with your mind because obviously you know it's, it's it's something that has to do with the alien entity and and the, a society. But whereas Ice Cream Man. The fact yeah. that I'm reading it and loving it, right? It's it's really twisted. It's it's sick. I I, I don't know if I could read another ep- episode of. That. I love it. <laughs> like, I know because you're you you it. and your your brothers are like horror buffs. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so there's okay. Well, other than something's killing each other, and that's all you would want to read. Would you want to? Uh, you know, I will continue Sea of Sorrows just because I started it. Aw. Yeah. I mean, I I am interested just because to see the. It was kind of slow in the first episode. Well, it is um, the first issue. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, but it's interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's the jump scare one oh, <laughs> because, like, um, not to spoil it too much, but like when you see glimpses of the 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 evil little mermaid, it's just like, whoa, she appeared out of nowhere, and oh. and think like the deep sea, di- the deep sea, di- the deep sea diver oh. going down to get the treasure or finding the stuff. It's kind of like what's like she appears and you don't know like she doesn't get to hear anything. Okay, so I've got a few that I want to to read. Um, It's a 1989 uh, comic book, graphic novel. It's it's called From Hell, and obviously became a movie. It's by uh, Alan Moore and Eddie Campbell. No, I never heard of that before. Uh, it's just detective work. You and your horror movies. Right. And then um, Crossed. It's from 2010. It. Crossed? Yes. It's by uh, Garth Ennis and Jamie Delano. Nice. Is it DC? Garth is like image? ridiculous yeah. about about like dark shit. That's why I like him so much. And he made Punisher ridiculously dark. <laughs> uh, the Wake. <coughs> it's a it's a Eisner Award winner of 2014. Mm-hmm. For a limited series, and for those that don't know, the Eisner, <coughs> excuse me, it's like the Grammy of comic books, right? Uh, Scott Snyder, Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy's solid writers. <coughs> yeah, I don't know if Murphy was the artist or Scott Snyder was. The... Snyder's well, the writer, right? Uh, yeah, Snyder, Snyder has yeah. to have been the the mostly the does DC stuff. Yeah, and Murphy's drawn also for Batman, uh, Curse the White Knight, White Knight. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the red, um, I think that's it, pretty much. That's what I want to read. Right. Like, hands down. Pretty. Ice Cream Man is ridiculous. I don't know uh, when I'm going to It's ever... like Tales from the Crypt, and I was really scared of that when I was growing up. So Yeah, there's this comic spot. Demon Knight. Uh, <laughs> there's a comic spot up in PB. It's called Galactic Comics, and I really want to get the, the rest of the Ice Cream Man run over there. Right. I don't know which runs he has, but of course, number one is not there. It's like mm-hmm. $900 or some uh, bullshit. I mean, you got that, right? <laughs> you got that. <laughs> for, for papers and, and, and stories. and <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, if that that's your forte. So. I mean, the, the, the closest thing to, to a comic book uh, hero being in a horror movie would be Batman Who Laughs. Right. Which, oh, that one was a good one, yeah. So, but right now, Ice Cream Man takes the cake so far. Didn't, Ice Cream Man takes the cake. Anyways. Onward, onward and upwards. Yep. Uh, We're going to move on to (laughs) the worst superhero ever. (laughs) I actually looked up one. (laughs) So, give me a little, (laughs) all right. Who, why and are they still considered a superhero uh so there was this guy named ice cream it's e-y-e scream s-c-r-e-a-m his first appearance was in obnoxio the clown versus the x-men number one 1983 um well what he could do (laughs) is he can turn himself into any flavor of ice cream oh shit uh his power is mutation um, he's assisted by his unstable molecule refrigeration system. Yes. What the crap? Uh-huh. So, uh, so he only lasted one issue. Oh. I scream. Yeah, this is, uh, the writer was Alan Cooperberg. I don't know what their idea was of inventing an ice cream in X-Men. I mean, I know X-Men has some pretty weird uh, mutants, but I scream. That is the weirdest or lamest superhero. I mean, unless you're going to eat him because he's ice cream, but how do you really help the world by turning into ice cream? I I don't know. I don't know. Make them happy. Make them happy? How do you kill bad guys? Do you, oh, hey. Look, I'm an ice cream. And That's then they get funny. distracted and then Wolverine comes in. And... We're talking about a uh, fucking scary character named Ice Cream Man and then here you are. Uh, I, I, this is a last minute plug. <laughs> I, in, I was like, okay, I'm talking about this guy. <laughs> Come on, man. Like 31 flavors. He has his own refrigeration system. He basically turned into ice cream. That's stu- stupid. Yeah, I mean... Okay, here. Well, it's worse than that. So, obviously... Ice cream is good. Or, you know, let's just look at it for real. Okay. He's not... You're not going to make him a superhero. He doesn't... Why is he still considered a superhero? Just... I mean, he's in in an appearance. He's he's in an appearance? He's an an X-Men. Okay. So, Uh, that's a hoop superhero. I I have... The Red Bee. Who's the Red Bee? First appearance, Hit Comics number one, 1940. Oh, that's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, he had the ability to call upon a swarm of bees. <laughs> nice. That's scary. And he has a laser gun. Okay. <laughs> that's all he does. 
What does a swarm of bees do? <laughs> Attack people. Oh. Unless you're allergic to bees. And then the laser gun is like a powerful laser I gun. I don't know. I did, oh. He just said that he has a laser gun. And then I also have, oh, you have the, a few. the mannequin. The mannequin. What is he? Just stand uh, there? His name is Whitman Knapp. Uh-huh. He's not just the worst, but he's also the most complicated. Mm-hmm. He can summon his future and past self. So... He has this future guy named Highbrow, uh-huh. and that's him in the future. And then he also summons like a blob, which is in the more future. What comic book is this? I don't know. I think the mannequins is the worst because <laughs> at least your red bee guy has a laser and, the, and bees. If you're allergic to bees, you're automatically KO'd. Let us know, guys, what you think. You guys, come on, ice cream takes the cake. <laughs> come on. Like guys, just I know it sounds appealing because because you like to eat ice cream, but dude, I don't know why these fools are huh? considered superheroes. I don't know how high these motherfuckers were when they made. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe they were bored and they're like, "I'm gonna release a character and nobody's gonna really know." The fact that you huh? have somebody who is in cahoots with the X Men, and then you also have that guy named the Doorman, yeah, which is probably number one. Worst hero of worst all time. Worst hero of all time. Mm-hmm. And he is in cahoots with the Avengers. Anyways, there's a reason why they're only one-shots, or they're only in there for one appearance. Maybe comic relief? Uh, maybe, or or they were trying to do something outside of the box, and it just didn't work. Okay. We're gonna Who's move, hungry? We're going we're gonna to move on to sidekicks turned superhero. Mm-hmm. Now, who deserves it? I am going straight to the jugular. I'm going to say Robin. I mean, that's pretty freaking... Uh, that's pretty freaking good. That's my guy. I mean, considering I was a Batman and Superman fan growing up, but I mean, Robin did a lot to deserve his own... Start with your number five. Number five? Sidekick? Yeah. Um. All right, well... I know he's featured in some. I'm going to go with Fantastic Four Thing. Because I know Thing is just... I mean, I wouldn't say he's... He has his own features and stuff, but he doesn't have his own... He's not like Iron Man, where he's a, has a consistent... Right, body. right, right. And, and this is just your opinion. I mean, yeah, I totally yeah, agree with I, that. I, I totally would say agree. Thing. Um, okay. Let's see, who else is another sidekick that, that uh, sticks out to me? Um... Well, who's your number five? Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen? Who's Jimmy Olsen? He's the reporter for the Daily Planet, and he is like eyes and ears of uh-huh. of uh, of Superman. Okay. And he like kind of throws himself into danger. Of course, you have you yeah. know, the most strongest person ever to save your ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, why you know why why choose between uh-huh. your fucking lover and Jimmy Olsen as your best buddy when you can have both? Mm. You know. Well, if we're going off that premise, I'm going to have uh, yeah. we go that. Well, no, I'm going to have an honorable mention. I think, um, what's his name from the Daily Bugle uh, in uh, Spider-Man? The, the Holy main, shit, I forgot his name. Yeah, but the main uh, producer guy, because he's in everything. Right. I mean, So you would choose that guy? Yeah, technically he's not a sidekick, but I mean, you think about it. Spider-Man's livelihood lives in the in in this in this uh, newspaper. And, Correct. I mean, he hasn't died, and he's been throughout the whole entire Spider-Man. I mean, 
if you know if he died in an issue, I, I highly doubt it. But I mean, he could. If we gave him his own story, I mean, I don't know. What if he was uh, injected with symbiote or touched by a symbiote too? Shit. That would be pretty gnarly. I mean, considering the fact that he's always on Spider-Man's ass, <laughs> like get your done, like you know, that's uh-huh. that. That would be a pretty cool. Uh, I mean, he's not really a sidekick. Like I said, he's not Thing or he's not Robin. All right, number four. Whew, man, you're really testing my gears today. Number hey, four. we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go with just top five. Yeah. Okay. Number four. If I were to think of a sidekick, um, a wasp. She's dope. Yeah, wasp. Uh, she's like I don't know. She's, she has. Her she own. technically considered. Because mm-hmm. we're not only saying um, sidekick, but did right. they turn into their own superhero? I think you know, and Wasp became yeah. their own superhero. Uh-huh. But I mean, I haven't read enough of Anna and Wasp, but obviously, like coming into it, like she was the side sidekick to mm-hmm. um, to Ant Man, right? Right. I picked Hit Girl. Oh, to uh, to Kick Ass. So no, not to Kick Ass. To Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Oh, that's right. Big Daddy's the. Uh, that's Big Daddy's daughter. Yeah. And she's only fucking 10. And she's gnarly. And she can shoot people's heads off. Yeah, you know? she's pretty, pretty, pretty cute. She can, she can use that ballast song really well, bro. So, number four. That was number four for you, That girl? was number four for me. Okay. So, number three. Number three. Oh, man. I am, like, trying to, like, glaze over my favorite sidekicks I mean that, that's why I said Robin right off the bat I should have maybe we should have did this five that's five fine three. because uh, my number one will be Robin okay so we're kind of a time with that one we're a time with um, that one so we're just checking on what you here I'll give you my yeah. number three was it number three yeah okay Wally West Wally West I don't know a lot about Flash uh-huh. all I know is that Wally West was stronger than Flash or mm. faster than Flash okay so the Flash was Barry Allen. Yeah. And then Wally West came and be like, sup, bro? Because Wally West was Kid uh-huh. Flash. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming this is correct in mm-hmm. some sort of way or form. Because uh, Barry Allen created his own... Uh, version? His own version of the Speed Force. Yeah. And Wally West ended up becoming the Speed mm-hmm. Force. So he was just sidekick till yeah. he became his own superhero. Okay. His writers are crazy cool. Yeah. Man. Um, for my number, it's a number three, right? Yes, sir. Nightcrawler. So he's like a support. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know if there's any. He's issues. like unsung though. Like he's, um, he's Nightcrawler is like I really dig his powers, and he's just like one of those. I mean, he doesn't have his own comic book. I mean, he had yeah, I mean, like a one, in the a one shot guy, uh-huh. but he never really got his own comic book. But right. he was eventually like he was he, his own superhero. He deserves his own comic book, in my opinion. I feel like man, you're actually a lot more in tone with that. I like Nightcrawler. I mean, I mean, not only the way they depicted him in the movies, but like just in general, like his his power is pretty pretty <laughs> sick. I yeah, mean, definitely. Um, number two, I chose Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Oh, dang. 
That was a good one. I mean, uh-huh. I did like, I had to choose from a lot of these fools, and I thought what yeah. was a good superhero or a sidekick uh-huh. turned superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's going to have a good movie or a show on Disney Plus with Falcon. Right. Yeah. Falcon. Yeah. He, he was eventually his own superhero, and I think yeah. at one point in time became Captain America himself. Hmm. That was pretty solid. He's solid. Mm. Number two for you? War Machine. Okay. Yeah, I just thought about it right now. Like Okay. Uh, the Punisher actually also uh-huh. became the War Machine, I oh. think. I think. Yeah. Fact check that, guys. Right. I don't know for but, sure. But if we're thinking about just sidekick t- turned superhero, like War Machine deserves. He has I, his I actual think, War. I don't know if he has his own comic. Does he have his own comic, War Machine? He had actually War Machine Max. Oh, okay, I haven't see. I haven't read enough War Machine, Yo, but, but I feel like he has a lot of like would, potential. Yeah, I would actually yeah. him. You know, for him to be done, just freaking yeah. Homeboy straight up walked into Tony Stark's home and was like, "That's my shit." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd I, I be pretty sick. He's like, you know what? I'm stronger than you. Tony Stark was drunk. Let's just call right. it as it is. You know, but that's his dumbass. Yeah. So mine were what Thing, um, Nightcrawler, War Machine. Robin, and who was my? I forgot the other. Well, we have. Uh, what was your number two? War Machine. You said War, War Machine. Machine. Yeah. You said Homeboy from the the Bugle Daily Bugle. Yeah. And then you had Nightcrawler. Night you had. Yeah. That was it. I think you're good. Yeah. And then Robin is my number one. Same. So, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, T- Tim Drake, Carrie Kelly, Damian Wayne, all these. All these characters wow. became their own effing superhero, except for, right. I believe, Carrie Kelly, mm. which was just a homegirl who helped older Batman. So she was a female Robin. Yes. Mm. You know um, more about Robin than I do. Only because my brother is ridiculous with his Robin characters, because Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Yeah. Jason <clears throat> Todd was a fucking killer. Uh-huh. He ended up becoming the, the Red Hood. Tim Drake actually took the mantle as Batman. Mm. But he was Tim Drake was only like a, I think he was just a detective. Yeah. Um, Carrie Kelly had a slingshot, fucking crazy acrobatics, and then Damian Wayne also took the mantle. Yeah. But he ended up killing people instead of honoring his father's code because he's what is it the prince to the or the heir to the demon because yeah it's Nissa's or. Talia's kid. I, have I don't no remember who was. You have. It more, was one of the. Yeah. It was one of the bitches. Uh, <laughs> you read more Batman than I do. So, uh, so Robin is my number one. Same. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Onward, forward, next. Uh, this is gonna be a little serious. As a comic newbie, what interests you now that you're immersed? that you've immersed yourself in the last few months like what is like your what do you look for now now that you've immersed yourself yeah I'm going to keep it really simple like what interests you most is one the story um, how well the artist engages the audience uh, so like with the plot uh, where it's going and uh, the art Um, I, I am like that's uh, my creative side always flows with with uh, since I was little I love drawing and the art is what pops out to me or the 
the uh, what the artist is depicting so for me yeah those are the two things that stick out the, the story um, how well the the uh, writer can really capture the audience and, and like wants you to keep reading where like you don't want to wait a week till the next chapter or next episode comes in and um, the art mm-hmm. like how how well because I mean obviously there, there are some art where you're just like oh this wasn't really put together well but I love I appreciate just the like when the artist just gets in their their grind or get gets dialed in and like you just see it and you're just like wow the it's almost like 3D it pops out to you and, and then in, in, in lieu of the story so those are the two, two things for me right now um, that, what books do you find that in so far? Give me like two books. Uh, two books that you've like. Thor. Okay. Thor is. Um, Thor and um, Venom. Damn. Yeah. One anti-hero, one uh, ridiculous cosmic being. Right. I mean, the art, the artistry is beautiful in there and the writing is just, it's on point. Like, those are the most consistent books that I've been picking up almost weekly or monthly. Venom and Thor. Right. So, okay, um, so um, in addition to what you were saying, I do that. I like that too. Same, you know. Uh, the art can the art sometimes is so good that you don't need to necessarily read the, what's going on. The blurbs. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh shit, this is what's you happening. Can see, yeah, you can you see, can see what's, what's going, going on. on yeah. Of course, you're gonna. I kind of just skim through the reading. Mm-hmm. But at some some comic books, the writing is so good that I don't look at the art. You just read there's the, so much fucking yeah. shit going on. Uh huh. Um, that's with Magnificent Miss Marvel, right? And she may not be the most popular as of right now, but the writer is really good. I don't know Kamala Khan. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the hero. I'm talking about the writer. Yeah. Um, and also Philadelphia, Rodney Barnes is so good with his shit. Yeah. Um. The art is. I mean, of course you're not. You, you know, it's not. Hope it's not paper mache. You're looking at some right. good shit. Mm-hmm. So. In the last few months, I've only re- been concentrating on, on two books, and that was, Philadelphia and, Magnificent is Marvel. As well as some random shit that I'd be picking up, because I like the older comic. So for you, it's just the writing. We'll see the writing. Yeah, I forgot her name or his name. The one who's uh, writing Magnificent is Marvel, and it's gonna be picked up by Disney Plus. That's tight. I saw the trailer. It's really good. <laughs> Makes you want to read Magnificent. I'm like, man, now she's gonna be hella famous because she's a unique. You know, and she was also featured on uh, the video game, The Avengers. Right, which I haven't played. So Yeah, I mean, I haven't played it either, but I saw it. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, lastly, we're moving forward to the last part of this lovely segment. What is your hero's philosophy? And it's just as a, as a writer's perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, heroes always have a reason for their story. Um there's a 
like they're not just going to throw somebody at random and it's like oh here here's a here's somebody that that you can be intrigued by like there's always a there's always a reasoning for why they're featured in the comic book so my hero philosophy is well just like D&D like I like lawful good characters although heroes aren't always lawful good punisher well he's anti-hero but he <laughs> helps out to save the society whatever mm-hmm. but I feel like um, for me that uh, yeah there's always a there's always a like even if it's like a small cup of good in the hero um, there's always goodness although they can dive into like evil territories like when they're getting manipulated or when they're when they lose something like a family or a friend or or they just got beat up like really bad and so they're just really in their mind thinking about it but I feel like yeah I mean simply put like he my philosophy is that heroes always have a reason for their story like there's there's always a background for a hero and based off of that uh, story that's how they're going to be depicted or that's how they're going to be used mm. so like for example uh, let's just throw a simple one uh, Spider-Man who discovered his power or was accidentally <laughs> bit by a spider um, and he uses that for to uh, despite uh, what Spider-Man goes through right with, with bad guys uh-huh. he's the most real Right, because he he's got two jobs. Uh, well, I don't know how many he's, jobs. He's, he's he's a student, or yeah, he daily bugle, right? Yeah, he's and, uh, really dealing with the real life, right? And then they know? they can't he he conceals his his uh, identity so much that people who are with him daily don't even know he's Spider Man. Mm. So I mean, but, but if we look at his philosophy, like based off of his taking that power and uh, use it for good, mm. um, and not abusing it like Venom <laughs> but then he becomes a hero in the recent Venom um, but yeah that, I think for me that's that's just the philosophy I have behind is that there's there's always goodness behind the hero um, even if it's like for example extreme example Punisher even though he's right there to kill that guy's mental right but he still has uh, goodness in him and they have a reason for their story like mm-hmm. everybody has a they come from somewhere or they so they've encountered something so yeah those are my two things I, I think the philosophy is just they they have a story to tell mm-hmm. and that they're although they might be pulled by by evil entities or forces like Luther trying to take Superman he focuses on the good the goodness so nice yeah how about you bruh I like the fact that you start with demons mm-hmm. as a superhero. Like they have to, yeah. they're facing their demons all the time. Okay. The the struggle with their virtue, the struggle with their will. I see that, yeah. You know? And that's where the climax is held sometimes. It's and, like they're almost their own enemy. Yeah, every freaking hero is brooding wow. at some point. Right. <laughs> and uh, who can I... Iron Man. Mm. The dude has everything. Yeah. And yet, it's something so simple 
like he feels so like yeah he does he's there's an empty nest almost like he, he's not fulfilled yes uh-huh. so that's okay. that's the only thing that I look for as a writer's perspective yeah. I mean I can delve into more but that's just the main so like you every, look at the the darkness of the hero. yes because that's what a every where's the darkness in ice cream man you never you never have you never go around in darkness man you have to go yeah. through because the darkness can also it'll always be there it'll always follow you and you're a big Batman guy <laughs> I mean it's not just Batman dude uh-huh. it's, it was all the small the simple things are what makes the character mm. go crazy right it's not the most complicated because that's what they're supposed to fix right but, but sometimes you have to search for that because majority of the time like there's so many issues that yeah. like to get these, to get to that part you have to really keep digging these, you have yeah, to keep these digging these heroes man uh, they they're needy <laughs> right I mean they're also they're also like not just heroes like they have to go home to something right so yeah, okay. it was a deep one today, bro. Yeah, it's pretty deep. But that that's our conclusion for today, though, guys. Yes, sir. Any other questions? Any other you know things that you want us to review or or uh, you know if you want to ask us any questions, we'll be happy to to answer them. You will be happy. <laughs> Hell yeah, I will be. You know. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you guys are for those listening. Like, you guys can email us again. Um, any questions you have or comments. What comic movie six one nine? Yes, at Gmail. That dot, is correct. Dot, comic dot com. Comic newbies six one nine at Gmail dot com. All right. Thank All you right. for listening. Have a good week, guys. Later. Peace.